This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Bringing you a common sense and fresh perspective to creating a just society. This is Common Sense on Social Justice. You'll get equipped with the tools you need to carry out social justice right where you are. Now, here's the host of Common Sense on Social Justice, Michael Davis. And thank you so much for joining us again. We are glad that you are here with us and enjoying us on this exciting journey of creating a just society right where you are with what you have to work with. We use our skills and our experiences to create a world according to God's vision. Often I talk about the neighborhood as being the best place to build a just society. Well, I have a guest here today joining us who is using their neighborhood in a very unique way uh, that I never thought of. I've tried to explain it on past uh, podcasts, but this uh, guest is putting it into practice in ways that uh, are very amazing. So today I'd like to welcome Paciance Hichaku to the podcast. Welcome. Well, thanks for having me here. Yeah, Paciance, it's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, Paciance, a very good friend of mine, is doing something that is so amazing. Uh, Paciance, as we sat and talked more of your vision uh, one day, I was blown away by a concept of how to create justice in your neighborhood, yet reaching clear to Africa in that vision. And by the way, Paciance is from the Congo originally. Uh, We'll talk more about that in next week's podcast. But today we want to look at how is, how are you, uh, taking a, a business that you have right in your neighborhood, even out of your own house, and reaching clear to Africa to create justice for those who may be experiencing injustices. Uh, so tell us as we begin, what are you currently doing in your business of cooking African foods? What I'm doing currently in my uh, cooking business, I am, I've been cooking at Cook for Events for sure, but I am applying with the immigration to get certified. So I'll be able to either sponsor immigrants who are already here who might need to be sponsored for jobs and give them opportunity to work and gain work experience or sponsor somebody clearly out of the country and have them come here and gain the experience and have uh, a decision of both to stay here or go back home to share the experience again here with the other um, Africans. So. Very good. And I I love the concept. I had envisioned people using the internet to connect with those in neighborhoods, maybe in other countries, but uh, you're figuring out how to just physically do it face to face. So great job. Now, um, how can this possibly create justice for Africans? Well, I just feel like because we underserve and also because coming here for me, speaking from experience, when you don't speak the language, the language barrier itself is very difficult to to obtain a job. And also the lack of background as far as the work experience or history 
nobody wants to hire you if you don't speak English. That's one. And two, if you don't have a work history, nobody wants to give you a job. So I just feel like there's a little bit of injustice there. And we don't have a lot of people advocating for us. We do have people advocating. But a lot of immigrants and who are here don't really have that much of support. So I want to also be part of the support system for them to be able to assist them so they can find themselves uh, you know, self-sufficient. Well, on the morning show, we had talked about the long uh, and difficult process it is to get a job here once you migrate here. Uh, and then uh, all of that, what you're doing is short-circuiting the process and getting straight to the point. Uh, you're hired. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah, great work. One of the things I wanted to point out is that, you know, we talk so much about justice on this podcast, and that makes sense since uh, that's part of the title. Mm -hmm. But I've noticed that you're not just trying to get to the end goal of justice for these people, but the whole process has justice built into it all the way through. Let me clue us in on a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. Okay, and my kitchen, my idea, my dreams of, um, you know, providing training for all the immigrants and refugee or anybody who needs training, I would be providing at least one month of training um, to just have people get, you know, familiar with what I'm providing and how things should be running. But the main key to this, the main component to this is learning English. So I need to be able how to find out how I can build the English part of it into my business to where people can come here who don't speak English can still come and be able to work. If it means we have to put sign stuff or images to help them, because the time that it takes from uh, waiting to get all that work permit and stuff, it takes too long. Once they get the work permit, everybody's ready to work. So I wouldn't want them waiting that long. So I would hire with or without experience and train to give them experience that training it go from two weeks to a month depending on where you know the person's background and also i do have a friend of mine who's uh working with me with the feed the mask so i am actually going to get certified to be able to teach cooking classes so i will be teaching those who don't have the skills or who don't have uh any kind of idea of how cooking goes to be able to uh, help them to gain that experience as well well so the justice of Right at the beginning, bringing them here, mm -hmm. the justice of hiring them, the justice of a yes. living wage, the justice yes. of skills. Wow. All the way through. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I was thinking of uh, a priest down in Los Angeles who has homeboy industries and he, he serves uh, people coming out of gangs. And, you know, if you want to have a gang, you're hired. And homeboy industries is this collection of small businesses in Los Angeles that uh, hires gang, ex-gang members. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, justice and i love it and and that leads me to the next question because we want the listeners to to uh, do similar things mm -hmm. if they're interested we want to give people the tools so for those who might be interested in doing something similar to what you're doing maybe it's even a mechanic shop mm -hmm. hiring people's mechanics or whatever it is what would be the first steps of bringing someone here to the united states to work with you or even England, because this yeah. podcast reaches various yeah. countries. Yeah. So, I mean, the first step, of course, you know, you have to establish the business and your business have to be legal. You know, you have to register your business and make sure you pay your taxes and <laughs> make sure um, as far as the immigration goes, you need to register your business with immigration 
and do what I'm doing right now, walk to the process of getting certified to be able to uh, uh, to bring someone here to work for you. I'm still in a process and I'm still learning. And it's a lot of things that I've learned so far. And I believe that anybody who wants to help their community, their neighborhood, any kind of community you feel that you want to help, it would be if you have a business you already, just make sure you register with the uh, with the immigration and get certified to be able to uh, sponsor people from overseas or sponsor the people who are already here. It is a lengthy process, so. Yeah. Yeah. And very. And now, tomorrow, a, a, an important uh, document title 42 ends and that means blowing the southern border wide open so a lot of people will be here illegally and in our discussions uh we had talked about uh people who might be working for you but are not legal to work here and you were talking about helping them become legal that's an aspect of justice in itself so if someone's here already and not documented be here how does a business a just business help someone with that there are steps that could be take, taken again um you sponsor them uh through your business it what which is why it's important to have that certification with the immigration then there's way like it, it will be lengthy but it's not impossible to do it's just a lot of paperwork and going back and forth with immigration but you can definitely sponsor someone who's already here my understanding is as long as they haven't already told them to leave the country, you're okay to sponsor someone who's already here, even if they're not legal. Okay. Very good to know. And, you know, for listeners sake, uh, you know, a lot of people think that the people coming through the Southern border are all Hispanic, Mexico from Mexico, South America. But the fact is a, there's a lot of undocumented people from Ukraine and Sudan uh, and different places who are coming through the Southern border. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we have to understand that the world is coming to our doorstep, and whether we agree with the administration's policies or not, these are human beings who are coming, and we have are uh, commanded by God to welcome the immigrants as if they are one of us. Mm-hmm. And so um, now, after they are legally here, what's the next steps? After they're legally here, um, from what I understand, they have, there are two uh two different way of sponsoring someone. Uh, the other sponsorship, you can have someone here, you renew it as uh, the contract goes and ends and depending on the relationship you have with the person. Now there's another certification that you can give for your business what allows you to turn that uh, sponsorship into residency where the person can get here after a certain amount of time, they can then apply to adjust their uh, status of being here and they can then stay here permanently legally. Okay, very good. And what is your ultimate goal for these individuals? My goal for the people who are already here is to just help them establish some kind of experience to be able to get jobs or even start their own businesses without having to feel like they have to wait years to be able to do that. It's very scary to be out here and not having a lot of support. It's, it's difficult. So my uh, my dream and desire will be for them to either stay here, be, be self-sufficient, or the ones who are being sponsored from Africa to be here, they can stay here or they have a choice to go back home and, you know, establish their own business if so they choose to do. So. Okay. Oh, so you're saying that they may even return to their home country eventually, but now you have so invested in them, they can thrive in that country. So yeah. you like little Miss International influence here. 
Well, they call those influencers on TikTok, right? So, uh, <laughs> but you're a real influencer. No, this is this is groundbreaking because you're you're doing something, and we'll tell you at the end of the of the show how to you know get in contact with Passionz and how to to support the business. And maybe you want to get involved now. If people, we'll just kind of off the cuff mm-hmm. question here, but if people want to get involved in helping you, is that a possibility? I am open to all the help I can get. I am in need of help. <laughs> okay, sounds great. Now, for those listening, uh, have you had obstacles and disappointments along the way? I have had a lot of setbacks and a lot of obstacles. Again, because I started this, it's a vision. I love cooking. Of course, that's I want to make sure it blossoms everything. But the starting point is always the most difficult one. And I was cooking. I started this like really fully last year. And I just started cooking out of my garage and everything. And everyone was like, you can do this. And finally, I had to register the business. I registered the business. Then I was like, I can't keep doing this from my house. I need to get a place. But now I have to take a few steps back so I can go into other training to understand how to operate business in this country properly, to register with certain things, to be able to avoid legal issues. So there has been a lot of step back where I feel like I just want to quit. This is too much for me because you go from one end to another. It's just too complicated to where in Africa you can just go buy a a little piece of something and you put it right in front of your house. I'm doing business. Here you go. Nobody's after you. Here, you have to do everything legal. Everything has to be documented. You got to pay this. You got to pay that. The license, the registration, it's so much that's involved in it. You just got to have that passion, that will, and you you have to be determined. You got to make it happen. Yeah, and it's so true in my work in Kenya. Yeah, you see houses half built. Uh, <laughs> really, they're going to be really nice houses, but they, you're not, you can't have mortgages in Kenya. It's mm-hmm. illegal. So you have to... Uh, Build what you can build, leave it unbuilt for a while, raise more money, keep building it. But literally, there'll be in a neighborhood, they there will be some mud houses, and one of those mud houses has a sign that says pharmacy. That's mud house, there is the pharmacy, and uh, yeah, that's real, that's yeah. real, that's real. <laughs> so, uh, so Paciance, uh, how do you keep going forward when you run into obstacles? I cry a lot. I'm not going to lie. I do pray. And of course, I talk to friends, family. And sometimes I just sit there and meditate. I just started meditating. I'm not going to lie because I need it. Because my mind, I was starting to feel like I'm just going to lose it. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to feel okay now because I'm meeting a lot of different people. The encouragement. I'm feeling things going in the right you know, right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Anyone who does the work of justice is just going to be met with hardship. Mm-hmm. And... uh you have, yeah, meditation, talking with friends like myself <laughs> and and uh, others and getting those supports in place is so very necessary. Of course, I've watched you connect with uh, business supports. Mm-hmm. So a very important question is why this vision? Why this vision? And I guess I could say, why not? I mean, somebody has to be there. Someone out there has to do something different something unique and that's what life is about we all can be doing the same thing and so that's just that and as i also see a lot of refugees coming in here a lot of immigrants coming into especially portland i've uh, met with a couple of family like a very young couple with two kids and actually cr- crossed the border like you're saying mexico border so it's just not 
you know, Hispanic people coming here. And so they're struggling, having a hard time to find a place to stay. So these are the kind of people I want to reach out to. You don't have a place to stay. They already have their alien numbers, which means it's just a little bit of work left for me to do to give them a job. Mm-hmm. So basically, why not? If I'm going to help the community, the society, I feel like I should give back to the community. I am part of the community. So um, if we're going to help, we got to help in, in a good way and make a good change. Mm-hmm. So why not? Well, good for you. That's awesome. <laughs> now, once a person has a vision to do something, how does what does it take to get it from being a thought in your head into reality? And by the way, in all the years I've served the homeless, had my own nonprofit for many years. Boy, it, it is it it's a weird feeling once the thought becomes reality when you're actually doing it. First of all, it doesn't look anything like the thought <laughs> what it you're doing. And not. it feels weird for it to yeah, it actually not. be happening. And then the real battle begins. Mm-hmm. So what, but that's what you're called to do is to live out that that's been given to you. So how do you get it from thought to reality? It, I think it's all just about, you know, you might be thinking, start speaking it to existence, right? And then you start manifesting it. You can't just say, oh, I want to do this, or I've been dreaming about this. And you just sit there, you think about it, you have to act on it, you have to get up, mm-hmm. you have to start asking for resources, you have to go ask questions, you got to educate yourself about, okay, I want to do this, what is it going to take for me to make it happen? There's so much involved around that. And you really just got to get up and do it. It's Instead of mm-hmm. thinking, you just got to get up and do it. Yeah. Yeah, and even, you know, use an example, you didn't just first day, boom, I'm bringing people from the Congo. No, you, no, you have to build a business yeah, first. Build it. Yeah, yeah, you have to cook meals it. and cater Americans before you can exactly, yeah, exactly. do that. Uh, so, wow, we've got a lot that's been discussed, a lot to take in, and hopefully it's been a, a, a challenge and an inspiration to listeners. Uh, sjcommonsense at Gmail. Dot com is the email. You'll get that again at the end of the podcast. Uh, but email us with questions you have and for contact information to find Passiance. By the way, the name of her business is Passiance Cuisine, and that's spelled like the word patience. It's just the French pronunciation <laughs> of patience. PassianceCuisine.com is where you can find her website. So do you have any final thoughts as we close out? Not necessarily. I just want to thank you for having me here today. And that's pretty much I look forward to hearing from people, hearing input and, you know, suggestion and anything like that. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. It's been a pleasure to have you here. And uh, definitely uh, I am inspired now to think even broader and deeper when it comes to building a just society in your neighborhood. Uh, I know I've learned a lot and I'm excited to watch your vision take on life because we've known each other for quite some time. And I was to see countless lives touched by your generosity. Uh, so you see, that's what it looks like. Uh, Passiance took her cooking skills, her experiences, and put them to work in her neighborhood to create justice and charity for others. And you can do the same as you create a just society right where you are. You've been listening to Common Sense on Social Justice with your host, Michael Davis. A common sense and fresh perspective to creating justice where you are. Share your comments and questions with Michael by emailing sjcommonsense at gmail.com. That's sjcommonsense at gmail.com. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through MaterDayRadio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.